Thanks for being God for the story of Christmas. God, just thanks for the fact that it's not just a story, but that it's alive in our hearts today. And as we look forward to your second coming of how a king should come, you will come in a way that will be granted glorious. And we want to thank you for that. God, just thanks for this church here this night. God, just be with each one of the singers. I just pray that we could convey the message to the crowd here that you could be honored and glorified in Jesus. Then we pray. Amen. All right, good evening, special thank you to all of you for coming out tonight. It is a Monday night. Again, there we are. All right. Do we have to pray again, or are you okay if we go? <laughs> Very good. Sorry, Ken. Thank you for coming out on a Monday night. Uh, it's good to see this many people here. And I'm very impressed with the young people we have here today. Thank you for inviting your friends, guys. It's a bunch of the youth school friends, so shout out to you guys for coming this evening. We've been on tour since Wednesday. This is our sixth program we are giving. I uh, was sharing the story of Christmas. If you look on the top of your programs, the theme that we've been really emphasizing this tour is how should a king come? And that is emphasized with the song, How Should a King Come, that we sing. But or you'll hear several times throughout the program the, the amazement of how Jesus actually came and uh, the fact that Jesus actually came as a baby. Jesus was the king of kings and he came to earth as a baby and showed us um, the way that he should come. So we have a couple songs and then storytellers as well.
But uh, the thing we want you to take home is, is how amazing it is that Jesus came the way he did. I know at Christmas season we think we hear the same story over and over and over again, and sometimes it becomes you know, repetitious to us. But we really want you to focus on how Jesus came and on also how Jesus is going to come again. So we give you our program, How Should a King Come? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and everything was perfect. Until sin entered the world. And because of man's sin, God's plan of salvation was formed. He was going to send us his son to deliver us from our sins. God was waiting until the timing was perfect. And now, hundreds of years later, it was time for the Messiah to come. Can you imagine the humility that Jesus must have had? To leave the glory and the splendor of heaven and come to earth as a baby in a tiny manger? The Christmas story is a story about how the greatest king that ever lived came to earth as a baby and was born in a manger in a tiny town called Bethlehem. Jesus came to earth and showed us how a king should come. Let all mortal flesh keep silence and with fear and trembling stands ponder nothing
we wondered if the Messiah would ever come. We knew that he would. We'd been told that he would, but we didn't know when or how. Many prophets spake of a savior who would come to save us from our sins and give us freedom. But for 400 years, everything was silent. For 400 long, dark years, we heard nothing of our Messiah. We longed for salvation, we longed for freedom, we longed for deliverance, and we longed for a Messiah. The whole world watched and waited. Waiting, we are waiting, we are waiting for the coming king. 
Everyone thought they knew how the Messiah was going to come, because most kings come with a massive celebration and are born to a rich family. But our king, the king of kings, was born in a much different way. Jesus Christ, the Messiah, was born in a stable and was born to a simple family. And while everyone was watching and waiting for this massive celebration, Jesus was born in a stable, one of the lowliest and most humble ways for a king to be born. And it all happened on one silent, holy night. Oh no! 
Can you imagine the feelings of wonder and awe and unworthiness that the shepherds must have felt when they heard that song in the air? For them, it started out as just another night out in the fields tending their flocks of sheep until an angel appears out of nowhere and starts talking to them. And then the next thing you know, that one angel turns into thousands and they begin to sing the most beautiful song they or any other person ever has heard. And for one parting blessing, they proclaim, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill to men. Gloria in the 
stand and turn to number 227. 227. King to 
be seated. Okay, I'm going to give my computer a little bit of time to wake up here. Um, but who plans a Christmas tour in the middle of the winter to New York and of all places, Buffalo? The youth, I guess it's the Weavertown Youth Group. Um, as we were planning this, we were talking about, is it going to snow? And at one point in time, we had um, tried to make some plans to go actually into Canada um, to one of the churches that was here last spring. And because of some community activities, that didn't work out. And as we're sitting here in church one Sunday morning, um, a pastor from Buffalo gets up and gives his testimony and rants and raves about our singing. And after um, the closing prayer, um, the committee was all looking at each other like, we need to talk to that man. And so um, that pastor hooked us up with, with two programs in both uh, Buffalo and Rochester area. Now, if you're watching the weather, if we would have done what would have been instinct for a Christmas tour, we would have went south and we wouldn't be here this evening because we'd be snowed in some town, someplace south of the Mason-Dixon line. So God does have a beautiful way of working um, in how we do. We did hit some snow, yeah, in Pennsylvania. It snowed for us going out through Bedford um, to the point that our bus driver had to slow down a little bit. And it was kind of a, just a slushy, um, snowy day on our trip to um, Indiana. But um, as you can see in our tour itinerary, we did sing at Trauger on Wednesday night. On Thursday night, we went to Mount Olive. That's in southern Indiana where uh, Lauren Kaufman's at. He was our contact person there. And then that was Thursday evening. Friday morning, um, we, did, we stopped at Fresh Start where Jason is and had uh, about 45 minutes there and actually listened to Jason's testimony and had a short tour of the facility there before we headed back to Holmes County and sang at Sarah's home church in Living Waters. On Saturday, we didn't have any programs. We traveled from Holmes County um, to the Buffalo area where we had our um, hotel accommodations for both Saturday night and Sunday night checked in, and then we went to see the Niagara Falls. Um, you'll see some pictures. I'm going to show a couple pictures here. Um, it was cold. It was very cold. It was wet, but it was worth it. Um, now, the youth that are standing up here, I thought about getting the parents to stand up because our youth group's great. On Sunday morning, as we're singing at the... Uh, um, church in Clarence Center, the Akron Mennonite Church, uh, the pastor just told us, he said, we had a fellowship meal afterwards, and he said, now, he wants the youth group to go first, because we're the visitors, but he wants us to scatter out, because they want to visit with us, and um, Deanne and I were one of the last ones down, and there was youth groups scattered all throughout, in the little rooms that they had, and we had a really good time there. 
Um, special thank you to uh, Daniel Kaufman, our director. Uh, Gideon Stolsus, who sang the first solo, is our assistant director and kind of helped with a lot of background uh, behind the scenes music side. And Dave Kaufman was the one that got us all the way to Indiana, New York, and home again safely. Dave King. <laughs> Did I say that wrong? Dave King. So, and to your young people, um, we took our Bishop Dave Stolsus along in case the youth advisors can't handle everything. And I think he had a pretty good trip because we had a really good trip. Um, so the pictures that I'm just going to quickly run through are pictures of, uh, I told Nicole I need about 24 pictures for this evening. So it's just a quick put together um, list of pictures. I'm going to run through them real quickly. I think she pulled them from close to 1,000 pictures. And so if you're parents, you might be able to access uh, some of them. But it gives you a little glimpse of what youth group tour is like. Uh, let me get you plugged in. I think it's still up. Keep doing standby. You know, Dave, just go and stand by. Well, maybe we won't. Just hit the on button. It's on. It's
looks like it just came up. Okay, we're just going to run through this real quickly. A lot of, this, a lot of the pictures are very self-explanatory. It's not very um, professionally put together. Um, let me find my next button here. When you're in front of a group, it doesn't work. Hit my mouse. There we go. Okay, this is actually Sunday morning's program. Uh, another shot at Sunday morning's program. Just some youth group guys having a lot of fun. Uh, prep time before the program, bus time. Uh, this little baby cried maybe 15 minutes the whole tour till the last two miles it had a total meltdown. And yes, we are very hungry. Uh, this was singing in the church at Lawrence um, School that he teaches at in Davis County. Some prep time. This is the cold group trying to get a picture at Niagara Falls. Um, yes, they are a crazy bunch of people and don't always act straight. Um, this is Cornerstone. I mean, Trogger, I'm sorry, Trogger Church where we're all singing, How Should a King Come? It's more bus time. Our fearless leader, Trogger. Uh, this was a small church last night. <laughs> yeah, the guys can't act crazy. Um, they even decorated a bus with Christmas lights in the inside. And this is probably one of my favorite pictures of tour. This was Sunday morning. We had a couple singers that had um, sore throats, weren't feeling good, and this is really what makes tour great. So that's the last picture I'm gonna leave you with. Thanks, and we can have the lights and the youth group back.
Go to Bethlehem, the angels said. The shepherds ran to Bethlehem in search of the baby. They found the baby, Jesus, lying in a manger. They rejoiced and worshiped the baby. As they returned to their flocks, they told everyone they met their story of the angels and the baby. The people were amazed that the angels would announce the birth of a baby to the likes of shepherds, no less. They wondered who this baby could be and why he was so important. Little did they know the impact this little baby would have in the world. Tiny baby was born this day, oh. Sing Gloria, sing Noel. See him lying there in the hay, oh. Sing Gloria, sing Noel. Stars are shining up in the sky, oh. Mary singing a lullaby, oh. Gloria in Excelsis stay, oh. Sing Gloria, sing Noel. Sing Gloria, sing. Sing Gloria, sing. Sing Gloria, sing Gloria, sing Gloria, Noel. Late at night when the world's asleep, oh. Sing Gloria, sing Noel. Shepherds tend to their flocks of sheep, oh. Sing Gloria, sing Noel. Saw an angel and heard his voice, oh. Went to Bethlehem to rejoice, oh. Gloria in Excelsis Deo, sing Gloria, sing Noel.
It's around this time every year that we start to think about Christmas. We spend a lot of time thinking about family gatherings, about our favorite Christmas gifts. But I think sometimes we forget about how Christ chose to come. Christ came in the most lowly way possible. He came as a baby, born in a manger, because no one on earth made room for him. And then he was announced to the shepherds by the angels because there was no one to acknowledge who he truly was. Christ came to this earth to deliver us and to save us. And now because of that, we're able to experience the incredible love and his unending grace that he gives to us. And I pray that in that awe and in that wonder of who he is, that this Christmas we're truly able to experience him. Christ came to this earth to draw us to himself. Bye. 
Christians, we have an amazing gift from God, the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And with this peace that God gives us, we are able to go through life 
with joy and assurance that God will return someday for us. But this time, he won't return as a baby in a manger. Instead, he will return as a king with the angels singing and an army of angels by his side, the trumpets sounding. The mountains will quake and the, the whole earth will tremble and everyone will cry, Glory to God in the highest! Generally, we sing, How Should a King Come again? But since we are Weavertown, and since this is Weavertown favorite, we would like to invite anybody who knows this song to come sing with us. So, young or old, please join us. We have tenor, alto, soprano, and bass. Once again, we have tenor, alto, soprano, and bass. So, find a friend to share their music with.
joining us and thank you for coming here this evening as well uh, we are going to pray and then we will you can consider yourselves dismissed and there is snack prepared for all the youth so this is your time youth <laughs> so uh, there's not a lot of food prepared so just be careful so <laughs> all right we'll have you stand for a closing prayer and then you can consider yourselves dismissed Thank you, Father, so much for the Christmas story. Thank you, Lord, for sending your Son and for the way that you sent Jesus to us. And thank you, Father, so much that you loved us enough and that you came and uh, to save us. And, Lord, I pray that, that we could glorify you and praise you in everything that we do. And I especially pray for this Christmas season that we would uh, praise you and honor you in the way that you deserve and, and, and to remember the reason for Christmas. Thank you, Father, so much for everyone that is here for the youth group, for the audience, and for bringing all of us here together. And thank you for uh, what you do for us and all the blessings that you have given to us. And I pray that we could, uh, you'd bless our week, help us to honor and glorify you and praise you in everything that we say and in everything that we do. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.